0: Welcome to the Glasgow Girls Club podcast, where we chat to inspirational folks throughout the city about living their best lives and encourage our listeners to grow and glow.
1: Hello and welcome to the GGC podcast. My name is Laura McGuinness, and every week I'm out and about in the city interviewing some inspirational folks for you all. In this week's podcast, I catch up with Margaret Morrison-McLeod, who is the founder of The Divine Hag The Divine Hag is a women-focused company creating organic aromatherapy products which have healing properties that serve women at every stage of life. So whether you're looking to relieve symptoms of pregnancy, periods and menopause or get something to help with daily struggles such as insomnia and difficulty in concentration, then Margaret truly has something for all in her salt market boutique. Margaret's passion for her brand, her inspiration behind it, and her intrinsic intuition that she has had all her life, including the fact that she told me there was a baby all around me before I myself knew I was pregnant, are discussed in this podcast with loads more as well, because Margaret herself has got a fascinating story which she shares with us all. So, GGC WebCup members who are listening to this podcast, you can go into the Divine Hag and flash your membership keyrings to enjoy 20% off product purchases and you can also enjoy savings on workshops and healings from the magical Margaret too so do log on to your accounts and search the divine hag in the offers page so without further ado let's hear from Margaret so hello Margaret Hello, Laura. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. You're very welcome.
0: Thank you for asking.
1: Oh, not at all. We connected last year. We did, yeah. And I feel like I, ever since then, I've been learning nuggets of wisdom from you and obviously always popping into your gorgeous shop where we are just now, the Divine Hag.
0: It's, it's lovely, isn't it? It's, it's
1: just, do you know, it's when you walk in, there's just such a feeling of calm, mm-hmm. which you have created. So credit to you. But we'll come we'll come to the, the brand and the shop. But let's start with you as a person, Margaret, because I believe that there's a lot of magic to you. And we have got our own stories to kind of confirm it, which we will talk about. But go back to kind of your beginning, if you like, before you came to Glasgow and tell us a bit about you.
0: Well, I was born in Glasgow. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, lovely. But my parents lived in Auburn. Okay. Um, Yeah. So, I lived in Oban. Okay. And I spent a lot of childhood with my grandmother. Okay. Because my mum was, they were Catholics, she was pregnant all the time. Okay. And when she got pregnant, for she had asked me, she had to come down to Glasgow to be in the hospital. Okay. So, I was with my grandmother and she was quite a Celtic, mystically type person. Um, she came from Barra. Mm-hmm. English was her second language, and she was quite the hub of the community a lot of the time in Oban. Okay. Lots of people from Barra and everything went to her house, and um, I really loved my granny.
1: Oh, you have a special connection yeah, with her. Very much
0: so, yeah. Um, and I do, when I was a child, I loved Oban. I loved walking on the beach and finding things in the rock pools and watching the sunset. I remember watching the sunset a lot when I was four. Oh,
1: um, wow. You yeah. can
0: remember way back to then? I remember when I was one.
1: Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Right, okay. I don't even remember last yeah. week. Must so. <laughs> have so good last week. I remember
0: when I was one, and I remember we lived in a house that overlooked the beach when I was four till six, and I watched the sunset. It was My mum was the housekeeper, Okay. and the man that owned the house was away a lot. It okay. was a way I used to creep through to the front of the house and watch the sunset and the trees through the front window Magic in his, Yeah in his big room sitting Lovely Yeah so it was, I just I loved that part and I love being on the beach but when I was a teenager I was definitely I mean it's like 76,
1: 77 Good. Happy Yes <laughs> Complete
0: happy I actually had a skin condition in my feet and I couldn't wear shoes for a year So I literally walked about, stood stood about opening my caftan
1: (laughs) and bare feet. Oh, my goodness, I I
0: actually (laughs) love that. (laughs) Brilliant. eh? Um, And it just, I didn't ever feel it was, by that point, you know, I wrote poetry and made magic potions and made spells and did all sorts of stuff, and I just didn't fit Okay. Yeah, it was difficult. Okay. I found that quite a difficult time.
1: So how, what made you get so, into, like, writing spells? and What
0: made you kind of get into that? It's in my blood. I just, just, it's just, just there. It's just there. Okay. And I've always, you know, people are now suddenly talking about grounding. I've always talked about grounding. Yeah. I've always sat in the bare ground, walked my bare feet, yeah. walked through the forests, talk to the trees so tell us what grounding in you case know, anyone's listening that ground, doesn't know what's grounding well, basically grounding is having your feet having your being here not drifting off and being you know you, you meet quite a lot of people who mm. are very well meaning and want to help and but they're all they're a bit airy fairy okay and I have a very strong belief that you can do very much unless you're actually in your body on this plane now okay and grounding really helps you to do that and it helps your mental health okay it helps everything it's been next to nature and it's really best done like on the beach and everybody feels better at the beach yeah,
1: everybody does yeah. there's something,
0: but they you feel, feel better on the beach they feel better beside a tree yeah they feel you know just next to nature being part of that ground, part of what we're made from. So bare feet. Bare, feet. bare feet on the ground yeah. except, you know, in the snow or whatever, but still just feel it. Yeah. Feel the energy of the earth just holding you. Okay. And let it heal you. It really you know, no, I no, I love, no I love it, I love it. And I did used to you know, and if I do believe that if you go into the woods and you really do look, you can see little creatures and things you just have to be in that space enough
1: okay open-minded yeah. and just yeah no I love it I love the, yeah. the grounding thing cause mm-hmm. sometimes if I'm stressed I go out into the garden and I'm at bare feet <laughs> just yeah. stand there for a wee while like and right really, come on really helps, I know Good being out in nature is the it's biggest the stress reliever and like ever yeah
0: it's amazing yeah and it is it's just the thing and it's what I've always done, it's in me, I was born that you know, doing that. Okay. And I just find it quite amusing that I start talking to things and then suddenly I'm hearing it everywhere. Yes. And I'm like, oh my god, everybody's grounding Same and talking to the trees and and I've always talked to the trees, I've always done yeah that you know, and sometimes I even feel quite Bad eating vegetables because to me they're sentient beings as well. Oh, really? I know I'm right out there, I? that is, that is,
1: that is <laughs> like tough,
0: way out there. Yeah, um, and just because they don't sort of pardon our laps doesn't mean they don't have some form. And I, you know, it's now been shown and proven that trees look after each other, there's you know, the root networks feed each other, they bring on the younger trees, they help each other. And it's there's there's some sort of magic goes on
1: yeah. in there. Yeah, and you that know, is and it's
0: science and it's magic and they kind of do go hand in hand. Yeah. So
1: That's why it's always so horrific when you hear about like the deforestation and the what goes on in Amazon and yeah. stuff like that. It's just It's it's
0: like you hear them screaming It's awful. Okay there you got you go. So the real what's that? I right, no, that, really real wa- no, but that <laughs> was good <laughs> stuff. That was good stuff. <laughs> So
1: you were living in Oban, walking about in your bare feet in your cafe. Love that.
0: So what happened next? What happened next was I had always wanted to do a degree and my father was didn't agree really with women having education. Okay. Which was, you know, quite old fashioned. And at sixteen I went off to do nursery nursing. And I did that at Cote Bridge, which was hysterical, and we all had mm-hmm. elocution lessons. It's very helpful. <laughs> and um, I thought, right, I can't do this. It's not fulfilling, yeah. and I want to be a teacher. Okay. So I actually swallowed my pride and went back to Open. Okay. And did my hires. Okay. And applied for teaching colleges the year that Margaret Thatcher cut them by oh. a million percent. Okay. And I didn't get in. Right. So I went off and I did media studies
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I got pregnant.
1: <laughs> so another important <laughs> job came another along, job came
0: along. Um, And between doing the media studies and getting pregnant, I also lost my mother. Very oh, that's traumatic, let yeah. And it was very sudden and quite traumatic. Um, and maybe that's why I leapt into somebody's arms and had a baby yeah yeah but we got married and had another child and after the children were up a little bit we both did degrees together okay and I by that point had realized that he was not the best with money okay and I was going to have to be sensible and couldn't do English because I wanted to write and I Mm -hmm. wanted to do poems and write and all that stuff so from when I was twenty to twenty-five, we bought a house every year, done it up, and sold it. Okay. Before it was done. Yeah. You know, right. Yeah. yeah. So, what I did was I thought, right, how do I go about being a surveyor? Okay. I might as well be a surveyor because I really like looking at houses. Okay. You know? So, I remember saying to him, "I think I'm going to go and look and you know try and be a surveyor." And he went, "Thank fuck for that. That does that mean we don't have to spend the weekend doing up houses?"
1: Brilliant, <laughs> oh, <right. Okay. laughs>
0: but we kept doing it. But um yeah, I went and became a chartered surveyor, and that was fine. It was yeah. okay. Um But then I got quite successful, and then my marriage broke up, and I went and that's part of the whole thing. I ended up was living abroad. I lived in Eastern Europe, mm-hmm. and then I went to London. Okay. And throughout the whole time doing all these kind of more sciencey and physically things, I also did a lot of healing work. And okay. And I always... And this was one of the one of the really positive attributes for my ex-husband mm-hmm. was that he said he always believed that I could talk to people that weren't there. Okay. That I always knew what was happening and okay. all this sort of thing. And can I tell you one really weird thing that did happen? Please do. I had, in the, sur- uh, the degree that you do for se- surveying... You have a year out. Okay. And you work. Yeah. And one of the partners, I think she was an associate in the company I was working with, got a brand new Suzuki Vitara. Nice. the year they came out. Okay. So Lovely. So, so proud of it. Okay. And she let me take it home. Okay. Right. And we had a red minute. So she let me take this home. And that was great. And it was
1: like, excellent.
0: <laughs> got it home. We're in the house. And... um he said, you know, have you got enough petrol? So he took it out to get petrol. And while he was out, I had this really weird sensation of my mother was in the room, my right. grandmother was in the room, my aunts were in the room. I just had this real... And I phoned my sister mm-hmm. to check she was all right. That's how intense it was. Okay. And he was out for ages and then he came back and said like, oh my god it's him he's had a car crash but no he couldn't open the fuel tank so he came in and we were still there and we were still there the next day and then the next day we both drove to Glasgow mm-hmm. and uh, I think it was the Dundro roundabout. I and onto the roundabout a bus didn't stop and it hit the brand new guitar <laughs> oh my goodness and I span through the air and ended up on the other side of the roundabout, on the wheels, looking back the way. But just as the car hit, I felt arms around me, holding me tight, and it was like hot cotton wool was the only thing I Uh could ever think of. And it was really warm, and I was held, and then the car banged down and um, my husband drove up and parked Mini and stayed in it and then all these firemen because it's beside the fire station came running out and I was like the bus didn't stop <laughs> like, not a scratch that is not crazy. a scratch and you know just at the point of impact they disappeared they'd done their job they'd looked after me, they'd gone and, and Kerry came my husband at the time, came to the car when why didn't you run out and he went because i thought you were mince. he said i saw that crash oh. i thought you were mince. i was scared to look mm. he said i don't know how you're alive oh my god and the firemen were completely the same sustained. it's the same mm-hmm. ben had to tell from the company and say uh you I'm know you two day old for Tara. sorry she was great she was fine
1: oh god
0: yeah. what, a, what a nice story
1: Okay, so you've always yeah. had that in- intuition and you've known when people Okay.
0: Yeah, I can sit beside people and they'll sort of I feel what's going on with them in me.
1: So is that like an empath? Are you like an, is that an yeah, empath I think then? So. Yeah, it's
0: what happened? I mean that's another reason why I'm quite keen on the whole grounding thing because yes. I kind of check in every day that yeah, okay, I've got a bit of a sore hip or okay. ooh, you know, this is going on or that's going on. And then if I'm sitting beside somebody and I feel sick or I feel a pain in my back, I know it's not me. Yeah. I know it's them. Yeah. So it's that's that's just how it works. And it's just it's so has it always it's been so bizarre. And my bit lovely though. Daughters both have it, but the elder one's frightened and doesn't doesn't allow it in mm. and the younger ones just oh I had a dream about this and it was blah 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 and, you know
1: so just very in- intuition runs yeah, in your family yeah. then female then. yeah female yeah okay well you were very intuitive so, with me
0: I was yeah should we tell
1: the story about that <laughs> well,
0: you can tell the
1: story <laughs> <laughs> so we were at one of the Gigi's business glow groups yep and uh, at this point I had been feeling anxious I had a bit of an anxious week and Margaret had messaged me kind of a couple of days or a day after the glow group just to mm. say, you know, Laura, I well, hope you don't think I'm overstepping, but were you okay? Like you you were still yourself, but I could tell that there was something not right. You just right. off. Just yeah. felt yeah. different. So then I obviously mm. went back and said, to be honest with you, Margaret, I'm having a very anxious week. I have obviously been known to be quite a kind of high anxiety person at times. Um, and you very graciously said, well, why don't you come in? and I'll do my healing treatment on you and we'll just kind of rebalance you a bit. And so I obviously jumped at that chance because I love everything like that. I just think it's so powerful and it's so good for you to to do. So the, when I came in, Margaret pulled out our um, box of crystals and uh, I picked a crystal and then you said to me, oh, um, I hope you don't think I'm overstepping, but are you trying for a baby because there's a baby all around you right now (laughs) and I was like no (laughs) and then you were like all right okay well you know it's maybe worth you doing a wee test but don't worry like just you know so then obviously I was like thinking to myself well there might be a chance but I don't think so I've not been trying and then when we did the actual healing remember when you were doing the healing then you said to me after it what did I see and I saw a baby inside me, like as part, and I was like, "Yes, I've seen a baby inside me," and then uh, I yeah did a test, and I was, yeah, which is absolutely, it's just blows my mind really, to be honest.
0: I very much felt you were pregnant when I spoke to you that morning in the group, that is, like you just. I felt morning sickness I <laughs> <laughs> felt really seedy and okay. I thought she's either got a bad bug or she's pregnant so that's how it feels for you yeah. you
1: can take on what the person yes. sitting at and then it comes to you like yeah. that yeah oh my, well you were the person to tell mm-hmm. Like <laughs> I was like better do a test <laughs> <I> better <laughs> stop drinking <laughs> <laughs> yeah I know god that's what I did as well yeah. but Oh, so you do, you've got, there's a a magic to you. So before we go into anything else, let's Mm -hmm. talk a wee bit about that healing that you gave me Mm -hmm. because this is something that you offer.
0: It is. It's very different
1: from anything I've ever had before.
0: I've, as I say, I've done this forever. Yeah. And what I did after my youngest was born, she's just turned 19 since about 17, 18 years ago, I went off and learnt baking. Okay. And from the very beginning, I had an amazing Reiki master. She was okay. really empathetic, empathetic, and she was fantastic. And at the very beginning, <clears throat> I said to her, see all these positions you're giving me? My hands don't want to do that. Okay. And she said, do, use your, you know, you've got an intuition. She says, this is just what you do. Mm-hmm. Just do it. Okay. So I did. And I don't think it was ever... Reiki per se. I yep. think that I do something else. it was very different from what you gave to yep. me was different from Reiki. It is different. Yeah. Um but it's difficult to I mean I can show other people how to do it. I am yep. very are willing to teach it. Yeah. Um and it is it's almost like a meditation. Okay. Um and I very much feel I go into a space
1: mm-hmm.
0: and my hands are taken.
1: Yep. It's okay. not
0: me I'm a conduit and my hands are taken. And I can feel what's going on inside people. Yeah. Their energy, and you know, and move it. And also the pendulum. Yes. When I use the pendulum, it tells a lot. So, for people that you don't know, know mm-hmm. tell us what the pendulum is. The pendulum it is basically, it's all like a clump crystal mm-hmm. fashioned into a pendulum shape mm-hmm. on a chain. And it does, it's, you know, the party trick can be that I hold it and then put my hand below it and it just spins like mad and I hold it over parts of your body that are kind of in alignment with where your chakras are Mm -hmm. and it moves and from that it lets you as the person getting the treatment see that something is happening okay right so Mm -hmm. you can see and it lets every time I do it, I'm like, oh, it's still working. I'm still doing it. <laughs> 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 I could do this today. Magic. I, do, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just like, oh, it still works. And it's, there's it kind of unlocks something in people okay. and allows them permission to tell you things. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of, you know, that I find that really helpful yeah. because quite all, you know, like with Reiki and things, it's a bit like you've got to you feel you've got to be quiet and, and it's almost I also did a, a counselling qualification because I found that people want to tell you so much sometimes yeah. that you've got to know how to answer that, whether to you know, and just yeah. to stay back and allow them to go blah 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 and get just, stuff to, unload. just to get stuff out. Yeah. And you know, a couple of the things that I've kind of had with this was was one where I was doing actually did a Reiki offer years ago. And I had quite an elderly lady. Okay. Right? And she was elderly. I'm sure she was at least in her 70s, if not her 80s. Okay. And she came in and she lay down. And I did the pendulum, and her heart was out of whack, the chakra was out of whack. And I said, well, there's something, you know, it's to do with your family. Mm-hmm. And she was just lying very quietly with tears, just quiet tears, just going down her face. And she said, my mother just died. And quite honestly, you could have dropped me. I, I, I could have dropped, because she looked like her mother must have gone years ago, because she was so elderly. Okay. So that was shocking, you know. it was As, his, as it was, yeah. Uh-huh. And she, she was lovely, and it really helped her. You know, and then I recently did little taster sessions at our thing that I was at in the concert hall, mm-hmm. doing my divine healing. And I've just kind of, I, I've got to... Accept that it's not Reiki. I've got to accept that I do something else yes. as well. So I was doing little 15, 10, 15 minute sessions, and there were a couple of really kind of mad ones. There was one where there was a lady, and I, I, I was like, there's such a change. Everything's, it's, it's all very jigsaw y, and my you know, husband had just told her he'd been having a paper most of the 25 years of the marriage. Oh, my goodness. And she was just, didn't know who she was or... yeah, You know, and that was exactly how it was feeling. It was very scratchy and lost. And she was lovely. And there was another one that I said, it feels like you're in a cage. And she told me, and then she goes, I've actually had most of my spine replaced from the back of my skull with metal because... I can't remember if it's a oh crash or whatever, but I say that it's a bit like a cage. Okay. So what I've decided to do is because it's such an integration of different healing techniques that I've done, Yeah, I'm calling it the divine healing. Oh, I love that. And what will happen is a bit like with yourself, people come in and they get the big bowl of crystals and they have a, a chat through the crystals and then they have a treatment um, on a couch or sitting up, depending on how and you both feeling. feel and yeah, how they okay. feel. And, if they're able to lie on the couch. Yeah. And we just do that here in the shop.
1: It's the perfect place to do it because it's it's very calm. It's got a great energy in it. Okay, so that's it. Well, I have to say that I personally do recommend it because I had been feeling, like, really super anxious, obviously, with my emotions. Everything was going haywire. I didn't know why and then after the healing remember I was crying for a few days <laughs> and you were messaging me like are you okay yet and I was like I'm still crying <laughs> but I felt as though it was such a release yes like almost like they're it's quite cathartic you, you needed it yeah yeah, yeah exactly right yeah. okay so the divine healing also ties in so well with your brand of divine hag yes.
0: yeah
1: so let's talk about the divine hag okay and I'm obsessed <laughs> with
0: the Divine Hag came about because, I'll tell you about the name in a minute, but the concept came about because during the last few years when I was surveying, I was getting more and more ill. And obviously, if you're not following your true path at some point in your life, you do end up ill. Okay. But I was actually physically ill because I've had migraines since I was 12. Right. And That's hard. they are and have been probably forever. Um, fragrance can set them off. Right, but it came to such an extent that sometimes certain very pungent fragrances, it's an instant migraine. There's oh, okay. like there's like not a build up, and I have two forms. I get like the normal, really bad headache aura, migraine, sick shakes. I also get hemiplegic where I get paralysed down one side and I can't talk and it looks like a stroke, and it terrifies me because I think.
1: This is yeah that's so scary
0: Yeah, and I get vestibular migraine which make me really dizzy so there's been a few times when I've been, I remember one time walking around Park Circus and I came to one of those steep stairs mm-hmm. and I just stood there and knew I couldn't go down it mm-hmm. right, okay. um, which means I can't climb ladders which okay. means I couldn't do my job Okay. And so most of it was because of the fragrance mm-hmm. um, so for years I've made aromatherapy products I went I did a diploma in aromatherapy a few years ago okay when they did think I had a stroke and I couldn't work and I didn't just sit in my bum and did something of course and I love it um another side effect of the migraines is that I have a of smell okay and it means that I can blend things really beautifully yes and I'm not really very good at shining the light on myself but I do feel that I have a really Special skill yes, in blending. You do. And things like the sleep spray. I get a bit upset when I see all these commercial sleep sprays and people going, I oh, just spray lavender everywhere. And if you have migraines, you even are quite sensitive to headaches and things. And if you get asthma, mm-hmm. you can react quite badly to lavender
1: really so that, yeah. that the one thing that everybody relates to helping them sleep is actually
0: not always the best not and it always can be quite different types of lavender as well and some are heavier than others you can overdo it and you can also lavender works in your third eye chakra mm-hmm. which is here, it's yeah. in your forehead it's your imagination, it's your dreams mm-hmm. it can make you overwrought in your sleep so have, and you have can, nightmares mm-hmm, and you can waken up tired or you can waking up feeling hungover yeah um and that's just using too much lavender and actually i do aromatherapy classes as you know and i had a lady in um who was absolutely she said oh my god that's my husband and he puts lavender we bought him lavender and he puts it on every night and he wakens up exhausted and has horrible dreams and that's yeah. You've so to the she moment. made him a sleep spray. oh lovely. So she made him that, and that you know something more gentle. Yeah, that was bit probably better for. I know mean, it was better for him yes. than just lavender. Um, and I, the other thing is that lots of people do the whole like, oh, I'm just making this and making that, and they don't know that they could poison the dog. Yeah, so
1: tell us about yeah, this.
0: There's things you know that you have to be really careful in what you use because you can't just use. Like, dogs have a high sense of smell. Yeah. So anything that we can actually smell, they're really, really, really smelling. Yeah. And, and they can be poisoned with things like tea tree. It's not good for them. So if your dog's got a cut and you think it's good to put, or if your dog's got fleas, mm-hmm. don't rub raw tea tree on it. Don't do all those sort of things to dogs. No. Leave well alone. Uh, essential oils yes. are so
1: potent and powerful, aren't they? They're
0: chemicals. Yeah. Right? At the end of the day, they are chemicals. And what you'll see is, you know, like this year I made, after trying for three years to get it right, I finally, I'm so excited. I finally got my Beastie Balm, which is the Midgie Balm. Yes,
1: which I have tried. Amazing. And it's
0: absolutely. It's the only
1: okay. thing that keeps the Midgies it's, away. It's,
0: it's, a, it's had 100% success rate. Every single person it's that's tried phenomenal. it has It's amazing. Um, but on the back, because it's been cosmetically tested, mm-hmm. you've got the things which you know, like limoline things that you could have an allergic reaction to. Okay, and that's what you have to really look for and be careful with. Okay, and if you do have, you react badly to something, try and see what it is, because essential oils aren't, you know, like grass from heaven. They they still are chemical compounds. Yeah, and they're taken and from they're,
1: the plant they are as well. The so plant. Yeah. You know, like, I, so you know. really what people should do is come in and speak to you yeah. about anything that they're going through, through any part of their life. So, the yes. sleep spray I have tried as well, which is brilliant because sometimes yeah. I've got such an overactive mind. The and it sleep just calms you.
0: It's like that
1: spa, you know, when you walk into a spa, like this yeah. exact same feeling when you walk in here, you just feel like automatically you're like, wow. Mm-hmm. And it's because of like the essential oils that are going through, and you just, it just relaxes yeah, and you, that's what they're, that. and they're the blended tree does. to yeah. do that. Okay.
0: So what I decided to do was to do this aromatherapy stuff and I, um, I worked until last year, so I did it for about 18 months, still working full time. Okay. And I really wanted it to be quite from the earth because I just feel like I'm a really earthy person. Yeah. I feel that like Scotland is good earth. Yes. It's got good energy, it's good earth. So I came home from London to do it here. Okay. Because uh, I, I started to a bit of success there and I almost kind of set myself back by coming back here, but you know, you take your chance. Um, And even, you know, the water, I distill the water every week so it's not sitting in plastic. Okay. So even though it's good Scottish water, it still gets distilled. Okay. It's still, and everything, it, I just feel that we have pure air. We have such beauty and purity here that I wanted it to be from here, okay, and to be of the earth. And I also wanted to make it quite female focused, so that's why I've got things to help with periods, and menopause, and you know. And you can't make medical claims, so these are not medical claims. What these are are that the mixture of oils have properties. That can help. Yeah. That have been proven to help some of the things. Yeah. So, for instance, in the menopause one, there are there's things in it to help keep you calm, to yeah. help you remember, to help when you're having hot flush, because the menopause isn't just the hot flush; it is also the not sleeping, not being able to remember, yeah. the, you know, um, and getting old. Uh, so there's things to uplift you in it as okay. well. So, people can use that as a pillow spray. My sister used it as a pillow spray for over a year and she woke up in the night and sniffed her pillow and was able to get back to sleep. Ah, how you comforting. know, It helps panic attacks and anxiety. Yeah. Things to help you. I've know, got one for studying concentration, which I made for my teenager because she had such horrific anxiety for her exams. Okay. And it's helped a lot of other people with their exams. And it's got um, peppermint and rosemary in it, which have both been proven to help with short term memory. Oh, I love that So I love that it's so back to
1: like like you said, the earth. Mm-hmm. Rather than it being like very like, you know, the pharmaceutical industry and it's like here's a you're feeling low, here's a pill yeah. and it's it's more no, this is natural kind of remedies which you should I I mm-hmm. personally believe you should always try first. Yeah. I know that yeah. everybody's different, but I think yeah I think that there's something so like magic about yes, it yes it
0: is and it's, it, it's just as it's earthy it's yeah. earthy and yeah. it is magical
1: and the earth does give yeah. you everything, everything you that you need like it is as mm-hmm. the a, a crazy fact it's like when there's nettles there's always dock leaves right mm-hmm. next to them and it's like and
0: which is why the beastie balm works yes right because it's not cit- well it's a tiny bit of citronella and it's not citronella yeah it's bog myrtle. Okay. So it's bog myrtle in, and it's vegan. Okay. As is everything in here. It's bog myrtle and it's in a, a, a BAM base. Yeah. Because I tried it in oil bases, I tried it in water bases and I decided to try it in the balm and the balm works best. Okay. And you don't need a massive amount. Yeah. And, you know, I did a lot of reading and I'd spoken to people and things, and a few years ago and found out that bog myrtle was what people used, you know, what the clans used in their um, straw straw beds. Okay. Because it also stops fleas and, Mm. but it's, you know, it is essentially the best thing for the midges. Okay. Right? And I just love that. Yep. I love the fact that you know, everybody's going, oh, I've got such an elephant! hand. Look, oh, I'm still getting bitten, and I've got this, and I've got that, and yeah. I'm still getting bitten, and it's the one that works. This, my my product works, and I'm the, so I happy know, with it. The Beastie band. Band. everybody did.
1: needs to get the Beastie band. Does, and you know yes. what, such a good gift yeah. for even, like, Christmas and stuff yeah. like that. See so you here people that are walkers, people that are festival goers, anything fishermen. like that, fishermen, yeah, and even just something to carry yeah. about yourself because... Especially in the summer, like when Um, the the midges can ruin your fun.
0: Well, I went to Benmore before I actually did the kind of bit of the launch that I've had this year. I went to Benmore um, Forest and I stood under a big tree with bare arms. Brave. (laughs) And given that every year I get bitten and I get cellulitis, I think it is, and I end up with antibiotics and all sorts of crap, um, it was a big risk, but I didn't get bitten. Wow! I know. I thought, yes, I can sell yeah, this. Yes, you're one. like, uh huh. Mm-hmm. So this year, I've had people testing the mosquito Bam. No, that's what I was going to ask
1: you. Yeah, again. yeah. So okay. there's
0: one for Mediterranean okay. and Turkish places, and it, the active ingredients, if you will, in it are um, geranium and basil. Okay. And you'll find when you go to these places, they quite often in the restaurants, have basil on the table,
1: and, that's and a why. lot of geranium,
0: and that's why
1: very interesting, you Mm -hmm. should definitely do a collaboration or something with like STA Travel or something like that see travellers that go, I remember I mean I wish I'd had your product because I was in the Amazon jungle with my cousin and see the amount of mosquito bites, I mean we were literally walking, like the the bites all joined together, we were just massive red lumps. I went to
0: Jamaica and the same thing happened, it was horrific but the people
1: there are so good, like they can always speak a jot of English and we were like probably quite strange for them to see because we were blonde and and really pale. Yeah. But they were all coming up, and they were like, "Oh, ah, like really, like because they they don't get same thing, same thing." So they had us sat down, and they had flowers, Mm -hmm. flowers, and all sorts of different herbs, and they were just rubbing them on us. We were like, "Cheers!" It help. (laughs) That it did help. (laughs) Like, please keep rubbing. (laughs) (laughs) This is. I know this is great.
0: (laughs) So you know that's exactly messages. It's nature. Yes. Yeah. So I do a range of room sprays oils that you can put in your diffusers bath salts just to raise you and make you feel good and I have just started to produce candles gorgeous because I wanted to not use artificial fragrance at all so talk to us about the dangers of this
1: because you literally educated me in this I didn't know a thing about this before I spoke to you
0: and i I also think that a lot of kind of hobby candleists or people that are starting to sell mm-hmm. also don't know.
1: Right. Okay. Um,
0: because you do get an awful lot of you know, soy wax and vegan and all good, and then you know, because I've looked at a couple of things, it keeps coming up my Instagram feed. Yeah, okay. And I keep seeing you know, soy wax and we do, and then I read and it's things like talcum powder. Right. You don't get. You don't get an essential talcum powder oil. No. Um, So there's a lot of almost misinformation, but maybe not meant. Yeah, And I don't want to bang on and upset other people. Um, There are some good quality fragrance oils, but they're kind of few and far between. feel And... I had to stop doing markets because people had so many candles with fragrance that I was getting, you were getting I was your, too sick to even yeah, do markets, yeah. which is a bit rubbish, um, and quite a lot of the fragrance, one, one has exactly the same effects we spoke about earlier, mm-hmm. with headaches and wheezes and things, but also because a lot of it is from, it's been refined from petrochemicals because they are very chemical based, okay. Um, they can can interfere with your hormones.
1: That's quite scary. Yeah.
0: So fragrance, when you even look at a perfume, if you look at a cleaning product, we've got lots of things, they actually don't, they can put fragrance and they don't always tell you what it is. No, they don't. You know, and so even if you are... You know, I don't spoil everybody's fun or whatever. But if no, you're looking, but it's, if, it's if, just the thing to look at is if you are looking at candles. If you're looking at something like bay and rosemary, mm-hmm. just ask: Is that essential oil? You know, because mm-hmm. that could be. Mm-hmm. If you're looking at something like tobacco, mm-hmm. that's not essential. Oil. Okay. If you're looking at leather, highly unlikely.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: You know people might call it that because they've made something they feel smells of leather Mm -hmm. and you know they may well have used essential oils to Mm -hmm. get there and that's why I'm saying query it just look check don't you know I wouldn't sort of pee in everyone's parade and say don't buy any of them because they're all look because I know that a lot Mm -hmm. of people will call it you know morning sunshine and it is just lemon and lime and it's essential oils yeah so they're not using a fragrance called morning sun they're just colder yeah you know so just go one layer deeper Mm -hmm. and look after yourself and soy wax is better because it burns cleaner cotton wicks are better because they burn cleaner okay there are still very um popular candles that are made with paraffin wax and studies have shown that, you know, a few days these in your house, it's the same as having a diesel engine running in your living room.
1: Oh, my goodness. Yes. Yeah.
0: And one of the most popular large-scale candle companies, it's still a lot of its power from that. And the other thing that I am hopefully releasing before the end of the year is um, car Air fresheners. Oh, very clever. Because I think, well, all these hanging ones give me headaches. So every Uber's got them for good reason, yeah. um, and they stink and they make me feel sick. And I think that the answer that has been come up with is you know like the little bottle things, are uh, putting the yep. little cotton things yep. to sit in and you put essential oil on the futteries that annoy you. Okay. So I'm producing a wooden disc cool that will have things on it like it'll have my anti-nausea yeah being impregnated with that that'll so be good for people like have, emotions yes, illness so yeah. you'll have that in your car for a few weeks um and a clearing one and i wouldn't do the sleep one for the car
1: no I'll do some but then <laughs> nice could, there could be a camera one's good because people do get one is bridge, good. don't yeah, they yeah well, it's it's like the concentration you're just like I'm down now. Yeah. but um, yeah right, that's because probably because they're
0: breathing in those wee trees and things that's probably I know giving them the rage, <laughs> Give them the rage. Yeah, them
1: no, that's amazing and what about the stuff that you do for pets I love that yes, stuff yes
0: I do a wee box yeah. it's a little metal box oh before we do the pets everything that comes back you get money off your next purchase okay. you bring me a bottle you get a pound off that's your next brilliant. purchase yeah. and I recycle the bottles I reuse them they brilliant. get they get steamed Steamed and boiled, washed and reused. Um, and I've done that from the very beginning. I've been yeah. very hot on that from the beginning, yeah. Um, because when I was wee, you took your last bottle back, yeah, yep, yeah. to the corner shop and got your money for Absolutely. it. Absolutely, so everything is either glass or tin, okay. Um, and it's also means that things, you know, plastic isn't there to reach yeah. into the products, yeah. so Your products are better quality, um. For the wee doggies, I've got, at the moment, I've just got the puppy one, but I've got two others that are just about ready to, once I get the labels, we'll get them out. So it's a spray and a kerchief. Lovely. And it calms them down. Brilliant. And it has been tried out in dogs. <laughs> Sadly, I do have to go and do animal tests dogs. Wasn't it on the dogs? No, you um, put it on their kerchief. Yeah, you put it on the kerchief. Or on, you can put it in the wee bed once you've tried it in the kerchief yeah. to see how they get on. So, the puppy one is to help calm them down because okay. I've had a puppy and they're very, very excitable. Yes. And they do calm downs down, quite nice for them. So, again, you don't ever put anything directly on the wee dog's skin. Skin, yeah. You just put a one wee spray on the kerchief yeah. and you can either tie it around their neck, which is very cute. Or if they're a bit bigger, you can put it on their um, collar, or just lay it on their bed and see how they get on with it. And once they're a bit used to it, you can maybe put it on, you know, have their their kerchief on a bit more often, and it's got things like frankincense in it, chamomile and frankincense that calm them down, and it's really good for them. Lovely.
1: You literally do, you cater for, like, so much in the Divine Mm -hmm. Hag so tell us yeah. about tell us about the the brand name because I think it's super right. clever there's a good story behind it yeah
0: the brand name is um, I as you, I told you at the beginning I spent a lot of time with my grandmother and she was from Barra and there were a lot of Barra people always around her and they used to call her and I no, can't really remember my pronunciation anymore which is terrible because it was my first language really um, but she was called Nkalech mm. which and that's how I remember it being said and it's Gaelic for the old women. Okay. And she didn't bother about being called old women. Cause she was very much that, you know, matriarch of okay. the whole of everyone. And um, I remember my cousin called the hub of the field, but it was our family. Okay. Yeah. So that was her. And because I decided to do this, when it was an Oban on whole, you know, new year, one year, and I just had this whole. I wanted to call it for her. Yeah. I wanted to honor her. Yeah. Um and I then thought right, but I really want a brand as well. I'd really liked this to benefit a lot of people. Yeah. Uh so I mm, can't really spell it myself. It's hard to say. Yes. It's yeah. not the easiest. Yeah. And my son in law, we were actually having a, a conversation on Facebook and he said, What about the divine hag? Right. Now I was fifty five when I started this, mm-hmm. so I thought he was just being a bit a bugger um, but he said you know, I went what is that and he went wiki it mm-hmm. and it was just one of those moments of shifting when okay. I read it and there are three divine hags she's a Scottish deity she's a Celtic deity right there's one in Ireland one in Isle of Man and one in Scotland okay and she walks the hills in Argyle Oban's in Argyll. I could see the hills that she walked when I was growing up mm-hmm. and it was just perfect and then I went through a bit of trauma trying to get a, a logo mm-hmm. um, because as soon as you say to a designer that you're doing something with flowers and they draw flowers and trees and it looks like nail you and I'm like no, that's, yeah, not, that's what, not you that's not, I'm not going to copy some big brand I want yeah. to of my big brand and I actually drew it out myself and then I gave it to my friend Pam and she drew the little bits in the end and then we gave it to designer and he sort of just finessed it a bit. Brilliant. And it is and it this wasn't meant, this just you know, these again things slotting in. It's the three arms, it's a triplic. Female. Okay. Three parts have been a woman or okay. three ages of women.
1: Okay. So it's that.
0: the age of, you know, when you're a child, when you're fertility, yeah. mother age and the ancient hag. Oh, I love it. I love that market. And I love the idea of pulling back the hag from being such a negative connotation because this population is getting older. We've got a lot of wisdom. There's a lot of unused resources with older people, especially older women. Yeah. You know, and there's a lot of things about helping young women feel happy in their skin and all this. And there's now, thank God, a whole sort of menopause movement, which is amazing as yes, well. Yes, it is amazing. You know, but we're living to our 80s and 90s and being written off as, oh, that's just an old hag. And I'm just like, no, we're divine. We're the divine hags because we've been there. We've done most of the stuff that you younger people are going through and we can be helpful Yes, and, and all that. So, And the other thing is, it's like next to the earth and all this is earth magic and earth knowledge and wisdom. And I wanted to show the wisdom of the ages.
1: It just ties in you know. so well with your story, with everything that you've done. There's just mm-hmm. such a lovely synergy between this whole podcast, everything you've told us. Oh. It all just interlinks with each other. It's amazing. And
0: I do workshops. Yes. <laughs> in in my In my shop, workshop. Um, so I. I'm doing candle and wax melt making with essential oils to show people how to do it for themselves Um, I do an aromatherapy where you do your own little perfume you do a perfume on and a spray for your house or your pillow or whatever and I'm also just launched a chakra balance workshop as well so Brilliant. you can come, you can learn about how to use the pendulum to see what the chakras are doing. You get a workbook that tells you all, you know, like right. all the different chakras, how to balance them. We'll talk about color crystals, all that kind of thing.
1: Fantastic! And the so, great thing is that you are a partner of the GGC. Certainly am. And yes. the girls can come in here with their key rings and get a discount on they products, can. and yeah. also get buy one get one half price on your workshops. That's right. So, that's, so I will always mm-hmm. put them up on the website always in the what section so just make sure that you, they're in there yeah, yeah they're in there and also if you fancy doing anything in the shack could you balancing because I'm sure there's a lot of people listening to this having heard about your powers mm-hmm. that will want, want to do to that as, do as that. well yeah. before we go though yeah. I need to talk about one massive achievement which I don't like think you shout about enough what magazine were you in? I was in Cosmopolitan Tell us about that. Right,
0: right, well, I probably don't shout about it enough because nobody in Scotland shouted about it, even though I went to the Open Times. It was massive. When I, a few months after I started this, and I did have the logo, and I did have the bottles, and I did have my blends because I blended them for years, um, I entered a, cosmo- a competition with Cosmopolitan, and it was um, basically a Women's Day at, at County Hall in London, which was amazing. Fabulous day and um, when I'd gone for the tickets for this I'd seen this thing saying uh, pitch to be in cosmopolitan and various other things uh, with your business and It it's for partly for business women so I applied to pitch. And then when I got there and they gave me the lanyard and there are all these hundreds of absolutely glorious-looking models and everything, I said, oh, you know, do, you know this is my timetable, that's lovely, what about the pitch? And they go, oh, no, you're not pitching. If you didn't get a thing, you're not pitching. And I thought, oh, all right then, okay. I'll just carry these bloody bottles around all day. That's yeah. fine, that's fine, yeah. Um, and then after the first workshop where, you know, it was all the bloggers and different people yeah. were chatting and Olivia de, Pal- de Palmo. Yes, there. yeah, yeah. And... I actually went and said to one Cosmo could you just check? And she came back, and I've got this little sticker, and she said, you're on at 4.15. I just checked with the PA, and I'm so glad I did oh my that, because goodness not I, like me. And no. I just thought, well, you wouldn't I have just been wanted to check. Yeah. So I went and I pitched, and I was one of ten women who were chosen to be in Cosmopolitan with our businesses. That uh, is massive. Um, I pitched to um, Farah Storr, who is now the, editor, the associate editor, I think, director of Elle magazine. Okay, wow. And she was at Cosmo then. Uh, Rohan De Silva, who is, um, he's built a shared workspace called Second Home. Okay. He's just opened one in LA that looks oh, awesome. Okay. And it's really creative and really awesome. And, and the last one was the head of Hearst magazines. And I just went and pitched my like Divine Hag, and it was hysterical because the bell went and they went, no, oh, keep going, like we're, we're really liking this. Oh, wow. Um, so, yeah, it's good.
1: Well, that
0: is amazing. Yeah. So I got into Cosmo, and it really meant a lot because when I was 16, my English teacher had put in one of my poems to Cosmopolitan magazine because many years ago they all did a poem in the back page, okay. and it got rejected. Right, okay. And it came back with a lovely letter, an actual personal letter from the editor saying, this is what you need to work on and, you know, being really encouraging but that was when I was 16, and I was 56 when I was in Cosmo, so it was 40 years later. Oh, I wow, I
1: love that. But do you know what? Yeah. You got in. So
0: of all the magazines, <laughs> it
1: was the one that, you know, it you, meant you something. You wanted to. Yeah, it meant Oh, something. wow, what an achievement. Thank you. Incredible. Yeah.
0: Oh, and I got a month's office space as well in London, and went in and used that, and it was really creative. And from that, not only did I write the chakra course there, but I've also just done some private fragrance work for a company that's launching products, and it's some—it's um, pretty huge. That's
1: well, yeah. you—the sky's the limit. Yeah. Oh God, the universe <laughs> is the the, the <laughs> limit for you, Margaret. But I'm looking forward yeah. to follow your progress because I know that it's going to be massive.
0: Thank
1: you. Well, Thank you so much for being in the podcast. Thank you for doing it, and we'll speak to you soon. <laughs> Bye.